Welcome back to the Perspective Maintenance Podcast. And I know I say that every episode is special and I can't help it because they are. But today is really special because it's my one year anniversary birthday. I don't know what to call it, but it's been a whole year since this podcast has been out. And so I've asked one of my best friends, Mel Booth, to I was going to say Melissa Booth, and that just sounds weird because her name is Mel to me. And she is here to interview me for this anniversary birthday episode. And we're going to talk about this year of podcasting together. Thanks for taking the time, Mel. Well, I am just in awe that it's been 12 months, seriously. Can you take me back to that very first episode? Oh, yeah. Let me try to think about it. Well, it's interesting because I was doing a program with many others and most people wanted to wait until the program was over to start podcasting. And of course, overly confident me, it was kind of like, I got this figured out. I can do this before I finish learning. I know what I'm doing. It can't be that hard. I only paid $3,000 to learn how to do this thing that I haven't finished learning yet. And so I decided to put out an episode. And after that had happened, I had ideas of doing biography episodes for other people as their first episode as a way for people to get to know the host better. And I kind of wish I had that a little bit for me. But I think I started off with how we get ourselves stuck. That might be the first episode. I can't remember. Yeah, I think that actually it was your first episode because it was describing the the basis for your podcast and what the podcast name was all about and mm-hmm. what it really means. So perspective maintenance, what does that mean for you? I think now it means more because I've gone through a year of almost weekly episodes with people And it would be no different than going to a chiropractor every week or going to get your car checked out every week. It's like there is a place that you can go to, in this case, a podcast that people can listen to that allows for them to have a check-in on themselves, on, on their perspectives, on how they see the world of where they might be getting themselves stuck or getting stuck in general that they may used to feel more frustrated about or were more able to be stuck earlier, but now because of these weekly doses of perspective maintenances, they're able to now be a slightly different person. I have seen the results of it personally through clients that I've coached who found me through their podcast and also through my mastermind. And most of these people are also people who listen to the podcast as well. So it's just really fun to see growth collectively among people. I personally loved the episodes because it made me shift my thinking and even think slightly differently just because you were guiding me along a path that I hadn't thought of before and that really opened up my thought processes and how I viewed others and myself and I really appreciated every single episode I tell you what though I really appreciated the interview that Julie did where you spoke a lot about your mum I loved that so much it was such a great insight to your upbringing and who you are as a person and your core beliefs. Can you let me know what, I know that I'm sure they're all favorites, but what's your proudest moment from Perspective Maintenance Podcast? Ooh, that is hard. I did end up doing three biography episodes instead of just one because obviously there's way too much to talk about. And you all know I'm a talker. I can do this for a very long time. And so instead of having my first episode as a biography episode, I ended up doing three dispersed throughout the 10 guiding principles of living an unstuck life. And having Julie on was a really, really good moment. 
I'm trying to think. I, I'm gonna cheat a little bit and say recently my brother made a comment to me. I have an older brother, as you all know from listening to the podcast, and he was talking something about all of our cousins and how we're all doing different things in life. And he made this offhanded compliment, which was not really a, he didn't say it in a compliment way. He's just like very typical brother. He was something kind of like, oh yeah, you'll probably do the best out of all of us or whatever. Like he just kind of slid it in there. And then he's like, cause you've got a podcast and things like that. And a part of me is like, wow, I wonder if he has been listening to the podcast. And it seems like there has been personal growth with him, which obviously happens to people. But I also am just wondering whether he listened to a couple of these episodes. And maybe I may or may not have said a couple of things about him. <laughs> and then maybe he heard those. I have no clue. But I think it's really, really cool. I, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like you're asking me to pick who my favorite child is a hypothetical child I don't really know if I can do that all right so maybe if you think back to some of the things that as listeners and being along this journey with you as your audience Mm. are there things that maybe went on behind the scenes that surprised you or that we wouldn't have known existed or happened any any interesting bloopers or any really fascinating things that you found out about somebody in an interview that you weren't aware of before Oh, fun. Okay. I will say that throughout the 10 guiding principles of living an unstuck life, because there were such short episodes, it was more binge worthy, which was my intention. And several people messaged me and said, I was talking back to you in the car, like as if I was actually having a conversation with you. And I'm like, oh, I wish you recorded that because I want to hear one of them ended up being a separate episode, the one with Diana. But in general, it was just so fun to have had almost a two-way conversation, even though it was kind of one way, and to feel like there was this type of behind-the-scenes thing that was happening. And I do have to say that there's an element of podcasting, which is very beneficial. And I'll use this as my little plug of why I think every single person should have a podcast. Having a podcast is a great excuse for a person, in in this case, me, to connect with another person in a way that I may not have ever before, because we may not have anything in common, but for me to reach out to them and say, hey, I want to interview you for my podcast, and then all of a sudden build a relationship that is there, that is beyond a typical friendship that I may be able to have with them because there just wasn't other avenues to be able to do something together. That was really remarkable to me. And I've had it said a couple of times that they felt really good about themselves after listening to their own episode. And I was really proud. I think one of the things that I hold very close to my heart is my ability to lift other people up in conversation. So even though I'm interviewing them and we're learning from them, I'm also putting them in a light where I can get the best out of them more and more as the conversation goes on. And it's almost like they're willing to share things that they've never shared before. And the most recent episode with Sandra was case in point. She shared with us things that she's never shared before. And she's been on screens and she worked for Tony Robbins. So she's done a lot of things. We're very vulnerable, but she shared some things here because I was able to draw it out of her. I would say that's probably my favorite thing about being a podcast host this season and the responses that I've gotten. Amazing. I would definitely agree with that. You have a natural ability to help your guest feel relaxed and like it is just a conversation. I want to talk a little bit about the 
maybe the connections that you've had with someone that you had that maybe you've never met before through your podcast has anybody come to you and said hey how about you interview me oh great question I have had listeners want to be interviewed, which I thought was really cool because there, as a podcaster or as any social media content maker, besides, let's say, YouTube, where people can see your downloads, most of the time, you're the only ones who can see how many people have listened to it. And it's a really strange thing where you, and, and this is also why I recommend people try podcasting there's a certain element of personal growth that's been there that sorry that's involved in podcasting that's very very different than doing anything else and so by having done a podcast seeing how hard it is sometimes to really know who you're talking to and who you're reaching and then having some people reach out and I offered it as well to have them come on and to have people reach out and say, hey, I would love to be on your podcast. This was really phenomenal. I think going back to the same response that I just gave, I reached out to an author that I had never met before. And she said yes to being on the podcast. I think it's just so great to be able to have opportunities to do this. And I know that by going more and more, there will just be people who will ask to be on the podcast. I think I'm also very specific about who I want on the podcast. So secretly, I'm kind of happy that not a lot of people have asked me to be on the podcast because I may or may not say yes. I'm very, very protective of what people hear here. Yes, people hear here from the podcast and what goes into their mind, how their thoughts are shaped. Because for me, this is a sacred space that I can share with people and helping them with their perspective maintenance. Absolutely. And I think you're in a very special situation that when you're listening to a podcast, it's quite an intimate situation. I know when I'm listening to your interviews and to other podcasts, there isn't anything else going on. I am listening. I'm completely focused and I'm really interested in what is being said. And actually, I'm pretty choosy on who I listen to as well. Can you let me know a couple of people who you like to listen to? Ooh, that's a great one. Well, this obviously I have to say it out loud because he is my dream future coach that I will be able to afford one day and someone that you and I bond over. I listen to Rich Livin's podcast, One Insight, a lot. And I just learn a lot about how he does what he does. And I love the fact that he has episodes where he's coaching people live, essentially. And then he has other episodes where he is on somebody else's podcast being interviewed. And I love listening to somebody to the extent where I know their story. And when it's time for them to be interviewed and people tell them to tell their story, I'm like, I know already, I don't need to listen to this part. But it's really great to be a super fan that way. I think I started listening to podcasts in general from Brene Brown's podcast. So both of them, Unlocking Us and Dare to Lead, both of them have been phenomenal for me. And it's kind of how I started becoming addicted to podcasting. And then I would say two more that I'm really, really fond of and I spend a lot of time listening to right now is at My Let's Podcast, the I'm My Let's Show, and then also Young and Profitable with Taha. And those are my go-tos right now that I know when they're dropped every single week and I listen to them because I get fed from it. So I think hopefully people can tell 
from listening to my podcast. I'm a podcast addict. I love listening to podcasts. I love producing podcasts. There's a certain element of playing around with the introductions or the music or how things are done and the, the layout and maybe mixing things up a little bit. I hope people who have listened feel like they haven't just gone the same old from the different things, but at each season I've mixed it up a little bit because I also want to be interesting to you all. Well, I mean, going back to the very beginning, I think I'm correct. Didn't you have some different music? Haven't you oh, changed yes. your music up a little bit? I changed. Mm-hmm. And I mean, a I love that. Is- I love that you're able to sense your growth throughout your journey. I mean, this has been a whole year and huge congratulations to you. But you have done, you have grown, you haven't just gone along the plan and stuck with it. You have grown and made it your own. And I think that's what makes listening to a podcast and especially the guests that you choose and how you ask questions makes it so special. Can you, you tell me what can you tell me what inspires you? Mm. so you're so inspiring to many of your listeners me included hugely what keeps you being inspired this sounds really corny and I'm not going to pull a Matthew McConaughey and say oh the future of me inspires me I sure what really inspires hey, I, might me, I think I think you're granted I think you can say that sure and I will say this as kind of a digress from your question a little bit but more towards the statement that you just said I am really proud that I have shifted and and grown literally as you all know last year I started my podcast on my birthday of 2021 and now you're all listening to this on my birthday on 2022 and I it's been a year and you've all been able to witness and I'm really proud of the fact that I did not shy away from being somebody who was new was willing to try certain things, have certain music, was willing to change things and not be embarrassed by the fact that I shifted or grew or have changes that I wanted to make. And I'm really hoping that by me showing you that it's okay that that has happened and it actually is for the better that that has happened, that you all would be people as well who would feel like, okay, things are okay to change. And there's nothing wrong with showing everybody that something is getting updated. And if my podcast sounded exactly the same a year ago as it does today, then I should be worried. And I would hope you guys would all be worried as well because it would mean that I haven't grown that much. And I'm thankful that I feel like I've grown. I'm actually about to write a love letter to myself as one of the challenge challenges for this coaching program that I'm in. And I think it's so great to be able to recognize oneself. And in this case, I want all the listeners to maybe do something similar, recognize yourself for how much you may have changed from one year to another. And instead of having a diary or a journal for me to write in, this podcast has been an audio journal or diary of how I was documented almost weekly from then until now. And it's really, really rewarding to be able to see how much growth that has happened. Um, what was your question again? I apologize. No, I don't apologize at all. We're just because you give such inspiring guidance oh, yes. to us all, what inspires you? Mm, the thing that inspires me is the potential to have a community in the future that I really believe is possible. And as you heard from the very beginning of the podcast, one of my favorite quotes is a rising tide lifts all boats. And why I'm very connected to you, Mel, is because everybody around you gets lifted up when they're with you, whether it's your children who are 
um, I don't know, eight or 10, and he's talking about knowing how to be a leader already. He doesn't need to read anything about that. Or your neighbors who love visiting you or anything else, you are an example of a rising pilot, Los Albos. And I'm, I am so inspired by potential communities in the future where people don't have to be lonely. People don't have to feel misunderstood. People don't have to feel segregated. They can exist in a loving, fulfilling community. And it's by challenging the way that they think. And if they can stand up for themselves, if they can be willing to change the way that they think about certain things that they have been programmed to think from their youth and decide that they want to live a certain life for themselves and find or build a community for them, and that their future is better because of that. That motivates me and inspires me to do this work because I don't get to live that life with them. Maybe I will, maybe I'll be a part of that community, but I know that I have had a part, I will have had a part in their future better life because they gained something from this podcast. We're willing to challenge themselves and how they think and do something differently and have their courage to make a new friend or to reach out to this person that they're really interested in and build a new life or to speak up against how their family does things and start new traditions and really break a lot of the norms that have held them back so that they can be this person that creates their own future and future community. I'm excited about that. And I, that inspires me a lot to keep going. Wow, John. I mean, that's really lovely for you to say and humbling as you are. Can you tell me what is ahead in the future more interactions i want to do i want to have coaching calls on these where you get to hear people going through a situation i mean so between my one-on-one -on -one coaching which i'm loving and my group coaching which i'm also loving i'll just let you know this year this year i have been involved in helping a woman in her 70s heal from a divorce that happened 10 years ago and her being cheated on and her family miss or abusing her. I have helped another woman realize that she doesn't need to stay small anymore because of how her upbringing was and that her current emotionally abusive relationship is not a good fit for her. And she's realizing that herself and she's realizing that she needs to do something about it. Uh, professionals who are so good at what they do have realized that they've been limiting themselves in what they're doing and that they want to do more with their careers. I have impacted a dramatic amount of people, in my opinion, who are A, they're all older than me, B, there are women, and I'm a man, clearly, and like, it couldn't be more different in one sense, but I also couldn't feel more aligned in another sense. And I hope that this is an example to all of you who, because really, I mean, we started this podcasting journey through a group of people. I somehow got myself in a position where I was leading a group of almost 280 predominantly women who are older than me in podcasting, maybe because I'm more tech savvy or whatever it is, I was able to help them along the journey of all of this. And now I'm coaching women who are older than me. And for anybody who is thinking about doing something and they're like, well, I couldn't be more different than my audience. Well, join the club. I couldn't be more different than my audience. And I also couldn't imagine doing anything different with my life. So I think what is coming up next would be, and sorry, so I think to myself, man, if some people could just hear some of the conversations that we have that in these masterminds or in this coaching session, 
lives will be changed. So, or at least people are witnessing the transformation of people as they go along, just like people have witnessed my transformation and growth throughout this year. So I want to do some of that. I want to collaborate with other coaches and do things that are together. I'm restarting a community for myself again, for all the people who want to be involved in challenging themselves in this next year of how much they want to grow as well and being much more present in my podcasting community versus the community that I've been leading previously to help other people get podcasts up. I feel very bold to say that at least 50 podcasts are out there because I've supported it to keep going. Um, at least a dozen of them have started in the first place because I help people not give up on the dream of starting a podcast. And I'm so grateful to be able to be in a position. It's not about being able to brag about it. It's, it's humbling to be able to say, hey, I have had a part in other podcasts and the benefits that other people have listened to those podcasts who have never listened to my podcast. This isn't about that at all. It's not a numbers game. It's about being people who are willing to make impact. And that's sometimes the scariest thing. But if we are willing to put ourselves out there and also care for others as they're on the same mission, then collectively we do way more together. So you know me, I always have a couple of things up my sleeve when it comes to the future. And um, there are segments. I wanna, I'm want to. i going to drop a hint right now and say, I really want to focus on a podcast that helps people see that even though they've accomplished a certain amount of things in their life and they feel like their best days are behind them, that they actually have a much brighter future than they could imagine. And I want to help people who may feel like they're a little bit of a has-been because now in their prime, they were able to do so much. And now maybe they're a little bit older and they don't think they can do that much anymore. I want to help them see that they're actually currently in their prime and that they're about to actually go into their prime, their real prime, and the immense amount of impact that they're actually able to do now. So I'm very, very excited for that. And I want to normalize failure by having segments of people telling stories of failure and that we can laugh together and cringe together at the stories of failure and then celebrate the fact that that did not destroy them, that they were able to keep going and become the best version of themselves after. So there's a lot more things that I'll announce along the way, but this is a little bit of a teaser of what is coming up next. Wow, just, I'm so excited. I've got to say that, for me, all the things that you do for everybody, you are incredibly selfless and incredibly guiding, but you're in it for the long haul. This is not a flash in the pan thing for you. This is something that you feel deeply connected to. You love building relationships and connections with people. And having someone in your back pocket for the long haul is just such a gift. So I want to say thank you so much for this, John. Oh, thank you. And uh, it's been really rewarding for me. I have grown because I have been able to do that. And for anybody who I'm going to do a little plug right now, because I think it's really appropriate. <laughs> Let's um, go. Yeah. Let's do this. I have had at least six months of minimum 30 hours a week of supporting other podcasters and coaching them. I've had several paid clients. I've had several non-paid clients. I've had groups of coaching and you know that the best time to get, let's say you want to work with a mechanic that's worked on a couple of cars before, before they work on your car. And so similarly, I've gone off of the ground with coaching and you're seeing me in a space now where I have a decent amount of coaching under my belt. 
And if you are ever thinking of doing something that scares you, that you know that you really, really need to do, but you're not quite too sure how to, and that the support from a coach will be what allows for you to have your better future. I heard this on an episode, sorry, of the MLM podcast. He says, the price that you pay to get the future you desire is way less than the price you pay for not having that future at all. Wow, I love that. And I just think about it. And I'm so intimidated about the future that I want to have. And I know I'm going to have to keep paying a price to become that person who can have that future. And it has been hard. I've been doing challenges for myself of meditating every day and doing physical exercise every day to get myself to a place where I can have that better future. And it's required some sacrifice in some ways. But then I think about how hard would my life be if I just didn't do any of that? And I was comfortable, but then I led a life that I wasted away. So yeah, there's a cost, there's a cost involved, isn't there? Yes, for sure. Move ahead and keep moving forward and keep that momentum up. What are you actually missing out on? Yes. So if you're doing a little bit of an annual review in the same way that I'm doing an annual review, and you might feel like you haven't grown that much since last year at the same time, then I beg you to consider pushing yourself, putting yourself in a very uncomfortable position, believing in yourself in doing something that you've always wanted to do, but never thought that you could. And get some support. This isn't about necessarily getting a coach per se, reach out to me, have a conversation, see where things could lead you. And if you do want to invest in your better future by having a coach who can help you attain that, then isn't your future worth it? So I know how much I have invested in coaching for myself. I know how much pure coaching I'm getting from wonderful people like yourself, Mel. And it's been invaluable to me and I wouldn't be here without that. And I want you to feel just as satisfied next year because of all the growth that you've experienced in a year as I feel right now from all the growth that I had from last year. I love that. You, if you want change, change needs to happen. Yes. So for anybody who has missed any part, I would definitely recommend you going back to season two, the 10 guiding principles of living an unstuck life. They're short 15 minutes ish episodes that are a really good foundation for that. If you want to follow me, you can find me at the John collective on Instagram. And also that's my website, Mel, where can people find you? Well, if you're interested in sharing a podcast with a midwife friend, or if you're a midwife yourself, or if you have any family members who are midwives or in the nursing industry, I have a podcast called Knowing Midwife Society, where we talk about self-care, love and wisdom, passion and well-being for midwives and the jobs that they do. And we guide them through meditation and healthy eating and sleeping, all sorts of interesting guests. So you can find that at Knowing Midwife Society podcast or knowingmidwife.com. Okay. And now you all know why I picked Mel to do this interview, because who else would be as cool and caring and considerate as Mel? And she doesn't have Instagram story guides. So if you want to reach out to her, you can go through the website. There's probably a link to email her and go from there. But I really appreciate you guys all joining me on this journey this year. And I'm looking forward to another year of podcasting with you all. I feel I should open the fridge and just crack a bottle of champagne. I feel like I'm missing something. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, bye everyone 
Thank you. Thanks, John. Thanks, Mel.